Welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Eric Glissmeyer, joined in the studio by some very talented and well-known musicians, trombonist Dan Barrett, pianist Bob Bailey, and tuba player Steve Call. And we're certainly in for an enjoyable ride this hour as they'll perform several jazz standards, which for us, of course, really means jazz favorites. And they may even perform a, a bit of swing, vaudeville tunes, and blues. There's a saying that jazz music washes away the dust of everyday life, and I know I could sure use some dusting right about now, so let's get, get down to business with the first piece. Thank you. 
back home again in Indiana with Dan Barrett, trombone, Bob Bailey, piano, and Steve Call, tuba. On Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, you're listening to Highway 89. I'm Eric Glissmeyer. Have Dan Barrett here is going to spend just a, a moment chatting with me. He's one of the world's leading traditional jazz trombonists. He's been featured in jazz festivals all over the world and has worked with a host of jazz and swing legends. He's performed four times at Carnegie Hall with Woody Herman and the New York Pops Orchestra, Joe Bushkin, and in two tributes to Louis Armstrong. He can be heard on many movie soundtracks and CDs, and it's an honor to have him in the studio with us today. Thank you very much. So what's the song that changed your, your life, the, the direction of your career? I don't know if it was a single song as much as a uh, single invitation. Um, I was in college studying for a music teaching credential and thought that I would be a high school band director. I was about 23 years old, and I got a call from an older musician, a banjo player who was assembling a traditional jazz band to play a festival in Holland. And uh, I explained to him that I was in school, and my parents would certainly not approve if I left school to go to Holland to a jazz festival. <laughs> but he said, well, let me talk to your parents. I'd never been to Europe. I didn't have a passport. So I had to get a passport, and I even had to look up Holland on a map. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that one trip really changed my life, and I think it was uh, during that trip I decided to try to become a professional musician. Now, early on, you played at Eddie Condon's Jazz Club, and it just so happened that Benny Goodman was in the audience that night. Can you share a bit of that story? Yes. Uh, that was the closing night of Eddie Condon's in, uh, oh, the summer of 1985. And Condon's was a real musician-friendly place. Uh, the musicians would get a break on the price of drinks. It was a real loose, uh, fun place with a lot of ambiance and uh, camaraderie. Uh, so we were all sorry that uh, their lease ran out and the landlord upped the, the lease. I think he tripled it, and it was just impossible for them to stay in business. So they decided to go out with a bang. They had a great big party. It was a sweltering night in Manhattan, and uh, the house trombonist, Tom Arton, a good friend of mine, was unable to make it for the closing night. So Ed Pulser, the band leader and co-owner of the club, invited me to play the closing night of Condon's. Um, so we played a couple sets, and it really was, I, I don't know how hot it was, but I was just drenched by the time I got through with the set. So most of the musicians went outside to the front to try and cool off because it was only, you know, 90 degrees out in front <laughs> on the sidewalk. And a big, uh, one of the checker cabs, you don't see them too often anymore, a checker taxi cab pulled up, and this uh, rather large, imposing man got out of the back seat. And I remember looking and thinking, oh, I'll be darned, that's Benny Goodman. And I knew he lived in town, but we hadn't met. I hadn't seen him in person. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, they called him the King of Swing. And it was just like uh, peasants would part for royalty in medieval times. This throng of people on the sidewalk just automatically parted and made way for Mr. Goodman to get to the front door. And someone scurried over to the front door and held the door open for him, and he politely thanked them. And, and I thought, gee, Benny Goodman's going into the club. Wow, that's pretty neat. And then I panicked, and I thought, oh, no, I have to play. I'm, I have to play for Benny Goodman. Oh, my gosh. So I thought, well, I'll just uh, do the best I can. And I, I was looking for him all when I got back on the stage. I was looking for him all over the room to see where he was sitting. 
I couldn't find him. And then I looked down right in front of me, right in front of the trombone. There was Mr. Goodman at a cocktail table. And uh, I just, uh, I, I knew with all of the great musicians that he had employed and that he had heard and worked with over the years, um, I wasn't trying to impress him. I just wanted to give him something that he could listen to and, and maybe not offend his senses <laughs> musically, you know. Uh, but anyway, we finished the evening, and some months later, Mr. Goodman called at our home and uh, invited me to make a rehearsal. So I'm sorry that relationship didn't last longer, but it lasted from late 1985 until his death of June, uh, in June 1986. Oh. An exciting, exciting time in my life. What a great story. Yeah, great, great experience. Well, let's hear some more music now. Okay. Uh, we're going to hear uh, My Melancholy Baby, and then All Too Soon by Duke Ellington, and Rosetta by Earl Hines. And this time, again, we have Dan Barrett, trombone, Bob Bailey, piano, and Steve Call playing the valve trombone.
Rosetta by Earl Hines. We had Dan Barrett, trombone, Bob Bailey, piano, and Steve Call playing the valve trombone. Before that, two other selections uh, with Mr. Barrett and Mr. Bailey, My Melancholy Baby and All Too Soon. On Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, you're listening to Highway 89. I'm Eric Glissmeyer, and this is a jazz edition of Highway 89. Dr. Steve Call, he's a member of the music faculty at Brigham Young University School of Music, where he teaches jazz studies, tuba and euphonium, and directs the award-winning jazz legacy Dixieland Band. He's performed with a variety of ensembles in Japan, Australia, New Zealand, Finland, Canada, and Italy. But a person's not really famous until they've gone viral on YouTube, and Steve Call has done that by performing for cows in the French Alps. I've seen the video, loved the performance, but the best thing of all was the response of those cows. Did you expect that? Oh, not at all. <laughs> uh, uh, we were playing at a jazz festival in the Alps, and uh, there was a nice little hotel, country hotel performance venue we were, where we were playing as the band was setting up to start our first set, I noticed this herd of cows and walked over. And my son just happened to have the video camera rolling and I started playing my tuba and the response of the cows was amazing. And uh, they all kind of gathered around. Then the other guys in the band joined in and people piled out of the hotel and it was a, a real happening. We were just lucky that it got caught on tape. Oh, yeah, and, and so are all of us who have watched it. And Thank if you, you haven't seen that, be sure to go to YouTube and you can type Jazz for Cows in the search, uh, search field. What does it mean to improvise in jazz? Well, to, to me, improvising is just taking the material that the original composer uh, laid down, wrote out, created, and uh, telling a story with that material. Uh, sometimes we take the melody and, uh, and just paraphrase it in our own special way, uh, put our own little licks in there that happen to be part of our own DNA or musical vocabulary from recordings we've heard in the past uh, of great artists. Uh, we just kind of stitch things together in a stream of consciousness kind of way. It's, it's spontaneous composition. Well, let's hear some more of that now. Uh, we're going to hear Limehouse Blues, and, uh, and that's it for right now, and I'll tell you what we're going to hear after that. Thank you. 
He's called Limehouse Blues, and we had Dan Barrett on trombone and Bob Bailey on piano, and this is Highway 89. A couple of more now, uh, Besame Mucho, and then we're going to hear Say It Simple. Not only will Dan Barrett be playing the trombone, but he's also going to be singing for us. So uh, once again, Dan Barrett, trombone, and Bob Bailey, piano. Thank you. 
it simple so I can understand. Use all the easy words at your command. Don't get nervous or you'll begin to stammer. Speak real clear and please forget your dicty grammar. Say it simple, just like a little child. Don't let those adjectives flaw your style. Tell me what you want and tell me just how. And if that don't get it, well, forget it right now. Say it simple so I can understand. No fancy language, don't you talk too grand. Don't start lying, I never cared for fiction. Speak real clear, don't want no friction with your diction. Say it simple, sweet mama, treat me right. Don't want to hear a lot of talk tonight And don't forget about the bees and the birds And we'll soon have action speaking louder than words Say It Simple, Dan Barrett uh, on trombone and uh, vocals, and we had Bob Bailey on piano. And right before that, one of my favorite songs, Besame Mucho. Just love that. It was so much fun. On Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, you're listening to Highway 89, and I'm Eric Glissmeyer. Bob Bailey is a Salt Lake City native that moved to L.A. to pursue his music career just after World War II. Few of the famous people he's worked with over the years are Nat King Cole, Perry Como, and Bing Crosby. He 
played for the Dean Martin Show for several years and is one of the few pianists that, a uh, few pianists left that plays authentic stride piano. So tell me, how did your love affair with the piano and this type of music begin? Well, I always had a love for jazz. I re actually, I began playing the piano when I was two and a half years of age. <laughs> and uh, my first first number was a hymn that I'd heard my mother play on the piano. And at a family reunion, a Bailey family reunion, uh, everybody was out on the front lawn and there was only two people that could play the piano at all, my mother and one of, the, one of my aunts. And they were both talking to each other on the front lawn. And one of my uncles heard the piano go, and he said, who's playing? He went up and looked through the screen door, and he about fell over. He ran back and got my mother, grabbed her by the hand, took her over to the front door. And he said, did you know that kid could play the piano? <laughs> and I've been playing it ever since. Oh but I always had a leaning toward the jazz. I uh, studied classical, of course, you know. But jazz was my preferred thing. And I heard all my tunes on the radio, and, yeah. but I'd sit down and play them, you know. <laughs> well, so do you, do you play the piano every day, or are there times when, oh, yeah. you leave, when you leave it for a while? Oh, yeah. Well... If I leave it for a while, it's because I got something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> you have other things to do? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, oh, you know, I'm into classic cars, and every once in a while I go out and work on one. But uh, nice. Uh, mostly the pianos. Well, my first love, if you toss that between my wife and the piano, <laughs> it's kind of an even. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, Let's uh, let's hear the final the final number on uh, today's program, which is when the sun sets down south. And uh, again, we're going to have Bob Bailey on the piano. We were just talking to him, and Dan Barrett's playing the trombone on Highway 89.
Dan Barrett on trombone, and Bob Bailey on piano. When the sun sets down south. And that concludes another edition of Highway 89, which takes you to any number of musical destinations, every one of them musical and memorable. This time our destination was jazz, but next time it could be classical, folk, or bluegrass. Special guests this hour were Dan Barrett, Bob Bailey, and Steve Call. And a special thanks to each of them for coming and helping us feel just a bit better about life. We appreciate hearing from you. Send us your questions and comments by email to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. Recording engineer is Mark Waite, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Eric Glissmeyer. Thanks for listening.